From the Mount Smart faithful to the bandwagon supporters and everyone in between, we share a special bond. The Warriors. And who better to talk about the team we love than a bunch of nobodies? Let's go. Because this is Warriors Anonymous. Oh, no, Let me see what you Baby. Kia ora, Warriors Anonymous Fano. Welcome to the final episode of 2021. It's been a little while. We've taken a little break and, uh, well, there's been no Warriors to watch, so that's kind of been why we've been having a bit of a break. Uh, but now we've had the grand final finish and also the, all of the end of year festivities. So we just felt like we needed to end the year on a bit of a positive note and have a little bit of fun just one last time. Welcome back to the boys. We've got Isaac Sauce. Hey, good to be back. Also, Moneta Sauce. Hey, good to be back. That's the Sauce Brothers, <laughs> not the Haley Brothers, Casey and Jojo, as we were talking about earlier <laughs> before we started recording this podcast. But uh, ooh, oh, ooh. My <laughs> oh, boys. Uh, and Daniel Faraka. Hey, mate. Kia ora whanau. Hey, uh, good to be back for 2022 season. I can't wait. <laughs> oh. 2022, the preview. The preview. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you know. We've got to say, uh, I guess we've got to, you know, if we're going to move forward, probably need to say goodbye to some of our demons from this year so we can just cleanse ourselves and uh, and feel a bit better about things. Um, Fellas, how have you been coping since the Warriors have not been playing? Because I have actually, I've actually enjoyed the break of of not being, you know, tormented every week. Isaac, what have you been like, bro? It was, uh, you know, left a little bit bit of a gap in the weekends, you know, always look forward to watching a Warriors game, but it has been cleansing watching league games without any consequence and then without the emo- emotional rollercoaster of uh, the Warriors team. So it's been nice to have a little bit of a break, but it's good to be back on the podcast. Absolutely. I've, I've definitely missed the, uh, the weekly chat with you boys. Moneta, what have you been up to, bro? Uh, not much, mate. Just the kids, but I, I've been... <laughs> I've been I've been enjoying watching other teams get shit calls instead of the Warriors. So, yeah, that's uh, given me... <laughs> Oh, it's always such a nice feeling, eh? When it's not yeah, yeah, yeah. getting screwed over, but yeah, the eels going. <laughs> yeah, some some interesting stuff. The old uh, the old sneaky tactics there coming in. But um, Daniel, what have you made of the finals series? Yeah, uh, I think uh, I really enjoyed it to have a bit of a break from, as you say, not having to have the highs and lows of a Warriors game or Warriors season as well. So, and I must admit that it's probably been the last few games have been cracking, right? So uh, first round, I think first weekend's always a bit hit and miss. The teams that just limped into the eight kind of get their asses handed to them as well. And then it's the down to the top six. So uh, really enjoyable, great contests. And yeah, tight footy, it's been awesome. For all of the new rules and attacking sort of emphasis and, you know, open flowing games, it almost felt like the finals became kind of a throwback to a, a bygone era. It was those real tough kind of gritty performances, defense, you know, not so much point scoring, you know, lots of intensity. And, you know, it was, it was really quite cool to see that kind of throwback style. What do you think of that, bro? Yeah, man. I think to your point, it really tested the players, right? It was a battle of attrition and, 
you know, whoever made those mistakes and capitalised on them, you know, got the chocolates in the end of it. So uh, awesome. And I guess they had, they had the teams capable of playing that style of football, both on attack and defence. My only criticism, because it maybe gone so far in terms of the pace of the game, is in some aspects you lost a little bit of the craft, the, the amazing plays, because guys are just out on their feet as well. But on the reverse side, it is it's last man standing, right? And I think that showed last night. Speaking of the uh, the grand final, there was one thing that you picked up very early in the piece, Isaac, uh, was that um, unfortunately Ray Warren, you know, the great commentator, <laughs> lots of respect for Ravs, obviously, being the voice of NRL Rugby League, but he had a little bit of a problem with being able to say one of the players' names, bro. Uh, who, who was that? Who did you pick up? Well, hopefully I could say it right, but uh, Kion Kolomatangi. Uh, yes, that's right. It was good. Yeah, better than, oh, definitely God. better than Ravs. Yeah, yeah. As soon as I heard him say his name, I was like, he's just butchering it. And then every single time I heard it afterwards, I was like, come on, like, <laughs> make an effort there, Rebs. Like, I know you're the voice of a generation and whatnot, but you've got to get people's names right, eh? Especially on the big stage. That's right. Just for those playing along at home, it's not Callum Matangi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Callum Matangi. Uh, no, not, not so much there, Rebs. D, D, D minus there. All over the map on that, which is probably a good little segue for us. To have a look at the final exam for the year for you fellas. This is the Say My Name, Say My Name final exam. I know you fellas like exams, seeing as it's been a little while since we've actually done any. Um, so we've got three players for each of you boys, right? So who wants to go first? Oh, I've already done one, haven't I? That one doesn't count. There you go, Isaac. All right. Uh, Jermaine Tonoa Brown. I don't know. I'm going to give you the. I'm going to give you three names. <laughs> ah, yeah, I just three names. Rattled one off. Well, there's 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 one down. That's well, that's good. Yeah, you've actually um, you've given uh, one of the other fellas uh, a good little um, guide there. So uh, so thank you to you, bro. <laughs> uh, so your first name. Here we go. This is the exam. Let's, let's start some game show music. Get the intensity going. First name for you, bro, is the community services. Player of the Year from Cronulla. His name is Ronaldo Militalo. Uh, okay. Ronaldo Mulitalo. Mulitalo. Very nice. Woo. Well done. One from one. Good job. I didn't think you were going to get the Ronaldo part. <laughs> Ronaldinho. <laughs> Second name is a Warriors player of Tongan descent. His name is... Daniela Otakalo. Uh, uh, Daniela, uh, Daniela Otu, uh, Otukolo. Perfect. Yes. Ooh, it's a D instead of a T, isn't it? It's you a got it. D. Yeah. That's yep. okay. And you have the K as well, really hard as well. So that's, that's perfect. A, yeah. It's a D's nuts. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> two from two. Here we go. Here's the final one. It's a Maori name. From the Canberra Raiders. Corey Harawera Naira. Corey Hara Harawera Naira. Perfect. Yes, uh, you got there. Hold on. Oh, you have passed you. your exam. You've been given your seven and seven license for uh, 2021. Well done, bro. All right. Thank you. Who wants to go next? Manira or Buddha? I'll, I'll go next. Save the best for last. Eh? <laughs> yeah. Vanessa Williams, I like it. Uh, okay, 
<laughs> Your first player name is Warriors. Jermaine Tanoa Brown. Oh no. Say again? Oh no. Jermaine Tanoa Brown. Jermaine Taunua Brown. Say it again. One more time. Taunua Brown. Perfect. Well done. That was close. (laughs) Second name for you, bro. From the North Queensland Cowboys. Oi. Tongan Great. Jason Taumalailon. Oi, oi, oi. Jason, no, Jason. <laughs> Taumalolo. Taumalolo. Damn. Say it again. Jason Tao, Taumalolo. Oh, yep. No, no you're, you're pretty close there. Just a little bit harder on the T, but. But everything oh, else, yeah. Malolo. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. We'll give you that one. I'm like, nice guy. Um, <laughs> your third name is also from the Warriors. Someone descent. Jazz Tavanga. Oh. Jazz Tavanga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just want to butcher it. Um, <laughs> oh. Jazz Tevanga. Perfect. Yes, you got it. Now you got it. Tevanga. Okay, so Monida, congratulations. You have your same name, same name license for the year. Well done, bro. Final uh, person to be tested is you, Daniel. Ooh. Here we go. Your first name from the Warriors. Cody Nikorima. <laughs> uh, Cody Nikorima. Nicely done. Correct. Second name is from the Sydney Roosters. Wonderful head of hair on this name. Tongan name, Satili Tupanua. AKA Jerry Kills. Um, <laughs> Satili, Satili, Satili. Tupanua. Tupanua. Just a little bit of an extra eye in the. Uh, Tupo Nua. Yeah, give us one more time. Sitili Tupo Nua. Sitili Tupo Nua. There you go. There we go. We got oh, this. Different variety. Sitili Tupo Nua. Nua. Your final name to get your license for the year. Oh. From the Tigers, try scoring machine. David Nifaluma. Oh, this one's a bit difficult, eh? Oh, Dave, oh, I lost it. David Nufualuma. Correct. Nice. Nufualuma. There we go. <laughs> it's a deal, Boys, eh? You've all oh, got your licenses. Well done. Hey. You've done your studies. Yeah. And, uh, congratulations. This is probably the most exciting you've had since passing, I don't know, school C or uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> That's probably a good spot for us to take a break. Uh, we've got a, a bunch more shit to go through. We're going to have a look into the uh, the grand final, have a look at that, have a look at our Warriors season review, and uh, come back with some uh, end-of-season awards as well from our Warriors Anonymous fans. So, boys, we'll come back in a couple of moments. We'll catch you on Warriors Anonymous. Dilly! Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Hi, I'm Andrew Abdo, NRL CEO. It's time we at the NRL admit we have a problem with cocaine. So what are we going to do about it? Well, we're going to take a different approach. Instead of involving the integrity unit, police, clubs and judgment, we are going to offer compassion and understanding to help our players. So from today, the NRL is offering a cocaine amnesty. If you are a player who has cocaine, please bring it to me at the NRL head office. Like I say, there will be no repercussions, no contract terminations, just a safe place for you to talk one-on-one -on -one, and I can help you. I will see that the drugs are disposed of appropriately with the help of former NRL legends, Andrew Johns, Darren Lockyer, Wendell Saylor and Sam Burgess. Together, we can stop the spread of cocaine. Thank you. All right, we're back on Warriors Anonymous. Uh, thank you to our um, high-powered friend there for giving us a, uh, a message about uh, the dangers of cocaine because uh, recently there's been a few troubles heading into the grand final with five players uh, having been caught, having the old friendly white powder on them or uh, near them or, or somewhere hovering underneath their uh, nasal passages. Um, so, fellas, uh, before we look at the grand final, do we have a bit of a problem with the old uh, the old nose powder? When you say we, <laughs> <laughs> are you are you including uh, uh, just Kiwis or Aussies? Or <laughs> well, I mean, obviously we had Brandon Smith uh, involved um, and Aaron Reese Walsh as well. Um, clearly, we're part owners of Warriors, so I'm saying it like that. Um, but yeah, <laughs> what are your what are your thoughts on the, the issues facing these young guys? Ah, uh, you know the. Um, the fairy dust is pretty prevalent over in Australia. And I think these guys are pretty high profile people in the greater scheme of society. So all the trappings of success sort of get in the way and, you know, the old sex drugs and rock and roll type scenario sort of raises this ugly head and then people make mistakes. I think some people should know better than, than others, but it's ultimately their responsibility to um, do the right thing. But like, they're grown-ups, they can do what they like, but um, just not on the NRL's dime. Yeah, yep. So, uh, obviously, there's news report that um, the Raging Bull, uh, Gordon Tellis himself, will um, give uh, Reese Walsh just a little bit of support and a bit of guidance. Uh, and I think that's probably from a, a cultural perspective. Obviously, grew up, uh, he's part Māori and uh, has, I believe, has some Aboriginal heritage as well. So, um but I guess lived his life in the, in in Queensland. So to be mentored by a Queensland legend, probably someone that, by the sounds of it, played the game hard, probably enjoyed the festivities it came with, but probably you know wise enough now to explain to how to stay on the straight and narrow. And who doesn't want to? Well, if Gordon Tallis tells you to do something, you have to do it. So yeah. it's all good. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I I definitely listen. Before we get into looking at the grand final, there was a number of players who finished up in 2021. A couple of interesting ones because they seemed like they'd finished quite a while ago. Uh, one being Cameron Smith, who basically finished up last year without telling anyone. Uh, and also uh, Sonny Bill Williams was on the list as well. <laughs> so uh, I found that quite interesting. It was like, yeah, he's, he's done his formal goodbyes to the game of rugby league. But uh, also a couple of Warriors in there. Lisa Armel finishing up 
and also Roger Tuivasa-Shek going to over to Rugby Union. So, Moneta, what do you think about, you know, the, the Warriors guys who have finished up this year, like especially, you know, Leeson and, and Roger and their impact on the club? Mm, I, I think when you think of Leeson and Roger, you think of uh, professionalism. You think of, like the work ethic and they've provided for the Warriors. I think they've probably laid the template in terms of uh, how the youngins could uh, hopefully follow. But, um, yeah, this effort uh, week in, week out, when I think of those guys, especially uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek, just consummate team player. So, yeah, I think they're the ones that probably uh, have tried to get the culture of the Warriors up to a high standard. And um, hopefully um, things will continue for next year. Am I right in saying, sorry, am I right in saying that both players, I don't know in the last couple of seasons, very, really missed games. So very, really injured as well, which kind of speaks to... Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, professionalism, as you say, Moneta, I think preparing well, looking after themselves, you know, Mm. that sort of thing. Um, Especially in a brutal 24-game competition, week in, week out. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, another example of that, it's not obviously, not in our team, but like Sonny Bill Williams was a, I oh know, actually, he got injured a bit, but he, he, was that, <laughs> he was that professional kind of, you know, took care of himself, stayed away from all the trappings in terms of, well, later in, later in life. And so, yeah, yeah. And, and I guess that kind of helped him with his longevity in, in the game. And uh, you could probably say with RTS and to your point, Daniel and Lisa Namal, um, their lack of injuries can be contributed to their just the way they carry themselves and hold themselves during the season. So, and some superb genetics, I suppose, as well. <laughs> oh yes, it doesn't have it doesn't help what you see the Roger two versus six. <laughs> Roger two versus <laughs> shit. Not six. Not six. Oh, oh, my God, this is a... Oh, I don't... I was thinking about his thighs. for days. I did not come up with a song like that. Let's talk about Shake, baby. Let's talk about Shake. Oh, the good day, the bad day. Sorry. Roger Tui yeah. versus six. That's a good one. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, there was a few other um, names on the on the departing list as well. Uh, a few more Kiwis. Um, Alex Glenn, one yeah. club guy from the Brisbane Broncos. Always Solid. thought, you know, a lot of him as a player. Mm. Um, from uh, West Tigers, also former Warrior, Russell Packer um, has, has finished up. Um, Isaac Luke as well, he's done. Josia mm. um, Soliola from the Canberra Raiders. And mm-hmm. now this guy is just, he's always been one of my favorite players. And I think even and more so in recent years when I've learned what he's actually like off the field, because man, he's just like a genuinely awesome guy. Eh? So um, he's, he's one I'll definitely miss. Uh, also more Kiwis in there, Jordan Kahu, he's finishing mm. up uh, as well as in the oh. women's game, um, Honey Hedem, their smiler as well. So, um, so yeah, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of talent going out, you know, finishing up. Seems like every year there's a bloody, you know, just like a, a massive roster of, of incredible talent finishing up the game. And um, I guess, you know, we've, we've got to just regenerate that. But um, but it seems like every year it just keeps continuing. So um, so it was kind of cool to see them all getting a good farewell before the grand final. But let's have a quick look at the um, game. Penrith Panthers, 14 to 12 over the South Sydney Roosters. I say Roosters, my bad. Um, South Sydney Rabbitohs. <laughs> And uh, it was a it was a very tense 
close game, close fought game, hard, brutal. Probably seemed like a game that should have had like you know, rain pissing down on them, that sort of style. Um, Moneta, what were your thoughts on the game, bro? <laughs> well, um, it was a, no, I couldn't actually watch it because uh, my sky uh, went went kaput. But uh, I only saw like the five minute highlights on the NRL.com. Looked like a good game though, and I did see that pass from Reynolds. They got intercepted by Crichton, Ooh. and yeah. uh, I saw that Ivan Cleary. Nathan Nathan Cleary was rubbing it in. So he yeah. was, yeah. Yeah, was really rubbing. I thought he was, I thought he was a bit more classy than that. But uh, I guess. Oh, to be um, fair, how much rubbing was it? Like, I think he just went Yahoo, <laughs> and next thing you know, fucking uh, Cody Walker's all over him. So, I, <laughs> I only saw, I only saw the highlights. Remember, oh, I didn't have Sky. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Yeah, what did you? Yeah. Did you get rain fade or something, bro? Huh? <laughs> Whatever with the Sky, do we need to call them up? We've got a contact at Sky TV. Um, <laughs> Hey, Frank. We got Frank the on, the, on the text message line that we can hit him up and say, hey, bro. Sort it out for the GF because uh, this is weird, next year like, it's going to be Warriors in there. So I, want to see I tried show. to log in and get them logging me out. I'm like, what the hell? Uh, oh, was this guy go? Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. <laughs> say no more. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, Isaac, what were, your, uh, what were your thoughts on the game, bro? Uh, I think it's kind of what you want a grand final to be. You don't want these big blowout games. You don't want these big try-scoring fests either. I think you want to have a battle to the last minute, really, and that's what it was. I thought Penrith had it, though. They just seemed to dominate territory um, with Ivan, uh, Ivan Nathan Cleary's <laughs> fucking kicking game. Oh, you got me too. Nathan Cleary's kicking game was, was you know, the difference. And their um their aggression and the tackle, they always yeah. had two, or th- you know, three or four guys pulling them sideways, turning them on their back. And you could just see um, the Rabbitohs were getting really frustrated with it. Yeah, full full credit to Penrith. They weren't the team that I wanted to see win. I wanted to see Benji get a nice little farewell. If he is saying goodbye, if he is going to add to that retirees list. You know, who knows? And, and if he does sign off, what a career. What an absolute career. You know, uh, just a legend of the game. Uh, sorry, digressing. Um, yes, Nathan Cleary's <laughs> masterclass. Uh, it was for everyone to see kicked the Rabbitohs into a position where they just found it hard to get out of, you know, starting the set. On that goal line, the amount of times he put the ball pinpoint on the goal line, three metres form, the amount of times they they turned the, they pushed the ball, uh, players back into the end goal, got drop goals, uh, restarts, all of that. So, yeah, they were in control that way. But in a weird sense, you'd think they'd go on and just win comfortably, but the Rabbitohs just had the ability to to open them up, um, which just kept the game interesting, right? All you just knew is if the rabbits could, they could get themselves into their half, into the attacking half, they were a chance. So, uh, which made for a, a great game, two different styles. I felt Penrith's attack was a bit lackluster with all the ball they had. They didn't really have, couldn't really fire shots, but they just, you know, to Nathan Cleary's, Nathan Cleary's credit, not Ivan's. <laughs> well, Ivan's credit because Ivan coaches them, but Nathan Cleary just, um, yeah, absolutely controlled the shit out of that game, eh? Yeah, Ivan also had a little bit of um, you know, influence in making him as a player as well. So um, <laughs> <laughs> that night, that famous. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what about Mrs. Was Clary? A- what about Mrs. Clary? Come on, Mama <laughs> Clary. Back when they were over in New Zealand, and uh, you know, poor old young Nathan was playing for the fucking Mount Albert Lions, and it's like, oh, you That's see photos like that, eh? And it's just another dagger, eh? You're like. 
10 years on from our last grand final and you know, Ivan was the coach and you just kind of think, man, 10 years on, here we are. Ivan's just won the grand final with his son and it's got nothing to do with the Warriors. So uh, anyways. <laughs> just with Nathan, obviously got, um, he was, um, what's the, what's the medal for winning MVP on grand final night? I forget the name of uh, the Clive Churchill. Clive Churchill. Yeah, absolutely. But man, uh, Bizza, Total would have had a phenomenal set of numbers. I don't know if you guys just watched it. He was taking some pretty tough carries, eh? You know, yeah. 10, 12 metres. That guy's had a phenomenal season, eh? Yeah. Capped off by getting engaged. He pulled out yeah. the biggest play after full time. What a bloody legend that guy is, eh? Question I have is, was he going to do that if they lost? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I had to wait another year for another grand final. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Two years in a row. I mean, it's been a long yeah. time maybe the coming. Gave, maybe the missus gave him an ultimatum. You know, win this grand final. Oh, I'm out of here. So, <laughs> yeah, Can you no imagine the proposal? Oh, no, man. He's all class, eh? I love Bizarre. He might have had the ring on ice from last year, thinking he was going to, you know, and then when it didn't turn out that way, he was there. Okay, I'll just wait a little bit longer, but I mean, uh, good on to good on him, bro, because um, you know that's that's awesome stuff. In terms of the season itself, from a Warriors perspective, I guess what was your um, highlight? That game against Canberra at the beginning of the year where we beat them. I think when we came back, and I just love watching Ricky Stewart just go berserk every time we have a chance to make Ricky Stewart just throw a chair. It makes him smile inside. So um, that game where we had that comeback against Canberra Raiders. That was a great game, and I thought that was going to kickstart our season into into the top eight. But no, <laughs> <laughs> all the way to the top. Yeah, uh, no. Isaac, what was your? You know, have you, have you got a particular moment from the year that you um, particularly enjoyed? Uh, that's a, you know, that's quite quite a lot of funny moments. Apart from Dylan probably... Walker's pants being, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we've already just, we've already discussed this the song song um, steel. yeah I think um, the introduction of a few players into the team that will hold us in good stead for next year they've done well recruiting this year didn't pay off for this year but I think next year we'll see we'll reap the benefits of, of all of that so I think those are probably the highs if you if you have a good think about what the season sort of brings, you know we didn't get the chocolates on on many weeks, you know as the podcasts would have suggested, but I think uh, you know things are looking on the up and up for next year. And uh, you know just on a personal level, this podcast has just been you know just bloody good fun to do every week. So it's definitely a high from uh, the the Warriors, the Warriors team. Yeah. It's been good to discuss it. I agree. Like um, especially on those weeks, I've found the podcast to be. Most valuable on those horrendous weeks. We lose by heaps or some heartbreaking choke, whatever. And you're kind of sitting there and like there was a couple of times where I did not actually feel like doing the podcast just because, you know, the Warriors had just hurt me so badly. Um, but then by the time we got around a couple of days later, we'd kind of, you know, just rest on a little bit and come back. By the time we did the podcast, it was it was really therapeutic for us to get together and, and laugh about it and, you know, just... I guess, you know, rant and rave, get it all out there, um, which I think has been probably the best part of this podcast for, for myself. Yep. Um, what, are, what, were your, what, what are your thoughts on the season, bro? Um, on the field, yeah. off the field, podcast, whatever you like. Oh, you mean, uh, yeah, definitely highlights. I think about the two Tigers games we played this year. Also, the Raiders game was amazing, that first one, uh, not the second one. Uh, but... <laughs> 
the, the I guess the arrival of Reese Walsh to the stage, you know, just having you know, Mick Ennis going, oh, the kid's a freak, you know, and <laughs> his performance in that game, you know, even though it was tight at the end, he just he basically owned that game. He he got the three points from the Daly M's, uh, you know, and rightly so. And then I think, you know, look, I guess it was the Tigers and we all know that they've, they were worse than us. But the game where we just literally had no players, they I think they had 17. We had a bunch of people out injured, couldn't field a team. We played them at, at Suncorp. Peter Hickou's first game back for a while. And just think someone like that was coming back and just showed a bit of warrior spirit and like, just kind of got us back into that. And then, <laughs> um, but I think, you know, the disappointments were just the, the close games that we lost throughout the season and you just so many. And then there's some absolute kind of horrifying ones. You know, <laughs> we think about the cow, the Cowboys game, the think about the Dragons game. Oh. And you think about the Ra- you think about the Raiders game at the oh. end of the season, you know, just a horrible, yeah. horrible, horrible results. But overall, uh love doing this, boys. This has been amazing, great. You know, as as Jed mentioned, it's good to Good Warriors therapy, but uh, something to look forward to, something to banter about. So, uh, yeah, all, all good, bro. I mean, like when you, you know, when you think about it, like you're always angry, like for a good solid hour after the game when the Warriors play a really shit game. But then <laughs> when you come time to do this, you're quite uh, retrospective in terms of you know, you know the other factors that uh, played into you know their the loss. And, and to that point, I think I've never seen a season like this for the Warriors where they have been ravaged by injuries. Oh. I don't think I've seen the same team every week. I can't remember it being the same team every week. Yep. And uh, I'm hoping, fingers crossed next year, that we don't get injured. <laughs> oh, most of our teams don't get injured again. Yeah, It's a timing yeah. thing, eh, when you address yeah. different groups as well. But but one thing, I just, just this one feeling I always just think about it is like there's nothing better when the, the Warriors win and at a time in the season where we're still in the race. Like there's just nothing better. Like whatever that is, you put it in a bottle eh, and just keep that. It's a secret sauce. <laughs> and and I, I think it's better than any other win, any other team I follow. It's better than any of the like, – even the All Blacks, they win. You know, they win all the time. Obviously lost in the weekend, but – you know, even when they win, it's not the same feeling when the when the Warriors win. I know when they're I in know. the mix, and it's just you just feel ten feet tall. It's yeah. like its own natural high for us fans, really, isn't it? Yeah, some um, of the players might call it a little bag of cocaine. <laughs> it ain't cocaine. <laughs> it ain't. It ain't. It's... Put it on the table. <laughs> <laughs> that warrior, that warrior's magic dust. Just chuck it on the table. There you go. Right? <laughs> just. Yeah, put it on the table, make sure it's a clean table and um, get your credit card out. And <laughs> uh, We do not oh, oh, condone oh. the use of prohibitive. Uh, no, we certainly don't, but uh, home baking is fine. You can bake. Oh, I was about to ask you guys, what, what do you think the next year in terms of um, the potential for, who's, who's the half, fuck, I forgot his name, from Gold Coast? Ash Taylor. Oh, Ash Taylor. Yeah. Ash Taylor. Yeah. Oh, I, like that could be, I reckon that could be a good buy. Train yeah. and trial. Train and trial. Yeah, train and trial. If he doesn't train, he get no trial. <laughs> yeah. Words of wisdom. Words. <laughs> words He's got to eat a big piece of humble pie. You know, no, more eating, no more eating pie because that's the yeah, last thing he needs no to do. <laughs> but yes, you're right. You know, I think might, it might be like the uh, Isaiah Papali scenario, you know, yeah. mm. on 500 mm. grand here, 
yes, you could argue the Warriors didn't get the best out of him. He wasn't getting the best out of the Warriors, yada, yada, yada. But this, you know, in, you, in this last chance saloon, your back's against the wall. You look at Chancellor called Clockstar, or Clockstar, he had to go as well. Obviously, different scenario. RTS was there, but he was down on his lap, man. Took took the basic contract, and he became a beast for the Raiders. So you yep. never know. You never know. Yeah, so, change of scenery. You know, maybe just not even having that million dollar man yeah. tag like around his bloody neck, strangling him every week, mm. might just you know help just let him play. You know, go and enjoy yourself and um, yeah, see what you can do. Um, I'm excited about that. Yeah, potential for we'll take it. We'll take do. it. We'll take it. In terms of um, this year, let's have a look at our end of season awards here, as voted by our panel of judges from Warriors and members. Managed to get a voting panel of thirteen people on Facebook as to who they were. The judges have gone through and voted for what we're calling the Hytro Medal Awards. Obviously, the NRL has, you know, has the Dalian Awards in honour of one of the you know the originals um, back way back in 1908 back in the days so uh, we've got our own awards for our one of our originals as well Hatro Okisini so oh. um so let's uh yeah oh, he wasn't just a good player he was he was stylish too he was, very, he was the man oh man he Anyways. put the criticism he was a quintessential off the back fence so you know. <laughs> yeah yeah oh, as the mullet trailed behind him but uh got a few awards to give out so the first award is going to be read out by Isaac. Okay, so I have got the award for the best back, and there are a number of nominees. Uh, Reese Walsh, Peter Hickey, Chanel Harris-Tavita, Marcelo, Marcello Montoya, um, <laughs> Dallin Watane with Zelezniak, and uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek. So in third place was uh, our man RTS. Uh, so long, you came in third. Ooh. Um, Second place was Marcello Montoya, which I love, and I hope he hangs around for as long as possible. And the award for the best Warriors back goes to Reese Walsh, with a resounding 24 votes as well, just might I add. So congratulations, Reese. You're number one, literally, as well. Congratulations, Reese, the, uh, well, the, the Rugby League Players Association Rookie of the Year, and, and possibly would have been Delhi M, but... Um, uh, we, we won't know because uh, unfortunately we had a little bit of um, party time. Anyways, um, yeah, <laughs> congratulations, Reese Walsh, best back for the uh, the Warriors and Women's Awards. Um, Moneta, you've got the uh, the award there for best forward. Yep, yep, cool. Um, so nominees are Josh Karen, Aiden Fanua Blake, Wade Egan, Tohu Harris, and Ewan Aiken, and in third place. With 10 votes, Tahu Harris. Oh, okay, sorry. I'll, I'll keep it reading. <laughs> Second place with 17 votes, Josh Curran. And the best forward goes to Aiden Fanua Blake with 21 votes. All right. Okay. Uh, interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I respect right. the vote, though. I respect the vote. I respect Absolute this. fucking travesty. Where's Kane Evans, eh? <laughs> You guys folding some blankets, mate. Folding some blankets. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be. Uh, you have to fold his blanket somewhere else next year, hopefully. From what we're doing. But this in boxing too, because he can't hit a jab for. Go <laughs> <laughs> see Monty and Stephen McIver. Can't um, yeah. land a jab for shit. <laughs> All right, uh, Daniel, you've got the uh, next award, right? 
Yeah, best by nominees uh, in a particular order. Adam Fanua Blake, Dallin Batini Zelezniak, Marcelo Mantoya, and Reese Walsh. In third place with 10 votes, Marcelo Mantoya. Oh. In second place with 18 votes, Reese Walsh. Ooh. And the best buy is with 22 votes, Adam Fanua Blake. Yeah, oh, two-time right. Hytro winner. All right. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. Two Hytros, not bad. Not bad, AFB. Becoming a leader for our team, I like it. Uh, Daniel, you've also got the um, the next award as well, uh, as well, bro. Yeah, this is, this is a, a really important award, I believe. So best beach player. Uh, the nominees are Jazz Tavanga, Cody Nikorima, Bunty Afua, Listen, Armao and Ben Murdoch Masila. Third place goes to with seven votes, Cody Nikorima. Uh, second place with 11 votes goes to Bunty Afua. Uh, and the best bench player is voted by our expert panel. Uh, hats off to the panel as well. Jazz Tavanga with 22 votes. Yeah, that's, I think that's, that's about right. Yeah, Mr. Reliable. Well, reliable as in on the. Uh, on game day, not necessarily as reliable, but <laughs> staying on the field. Uh, yeah. I'm going to stay true to form here, but Cody Nakarima, are you fucking kidding me? This is that's been the theme of me all year. Come on, Cody. Third? Oh, for getting getting third place. Yeah. yeah. What is up with that? Oh, he, had I think... of, he had a couple of magical games there coming off the bench. It's a democracy, mate. A democracy. Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm going to stay true to form. I'm yeah. staying true to form. I've been a Cody hater all year. I'm not going to stop now. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Staying true to yourself. And true to myself. Fair enough. Uh, all good. So, uh, okay. So, we're down to the final award. This is the Hytro Medal uh, nominees in no particular order Josh Curran, Reese Walsh, Adam Fenua Blake, Bohu Harris, Mathela Montoya, and Ewan Aiken. So, in third place with 10 votes, Josh Curran. Clap, 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 clap. <laughs> In second place with 14 votes, Tohu Harris. And this is, yeah, this is a pretty close call here. Um, the winner only had 15 votes, so Very tight. pretty tight between uh, the winner and Tohu Harris. The Hytro medal winner for Best Warriors Player in 2021 goes to Adam Fenor Blake. Yeah, I would not disagree. That's, yeah, that's, that's fair. I guess for me, I'd probably I'd be voting a bit more for old JC Josh Curran, but but it's all good. Yeah, I think given um, obviously he had a big injury layoff as well, so you know. But I think when he was available, you know, he was yeah, definitely in our top one or top three warriors as well. So just a shame that he had that big layoff, but um, hopefully, you know, be fighting fit for next year. Absolutely. Speaking of uh, fighting fit for next year, fellas. Got a minute to go on the season of our own. Oh. 2021. I'm not going to cry. Um, uh, you know, even though it's all right to cry, if you want to cry, but go ahead. Um, crazy, crazy, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> nah, boys, it's been, uh, been an absolute honour hanging out with you guys each week, um, cheering on our Warriors boys. Let's do one last farewell. Daniel Farakura. 
Uh, Kakitiano, um, see you next year, uh, all you people. And just a massive shout out to Jed. Awesome work, bro. Thank you for all this as well and all your support crew. So thank you, bro. Uh, and Isaac. <laughs> uh, thanks, boys. Can't get short of time. We love you, boys. We're out of time. Money to sauce. <laughs> thank you very much for cheering. Uh, thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. Warriors <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous, we're out. We'll catch you in 2022. Next year's our year. Go the fucking Warriors! Oh, oh, yeah. Chief, what did Tui Vasa say, so? That's good. Damn, I wish we thought of that like beginning of the season. No one thought of that. Yeah. <laughs>